Hello, you're listening to the podcast Revenge of the Drive-In. We're doing something a little bit different this time because this is our last episode of the season. We are doing sort of a recap, but it's going to be kind of an award ceremony. I am your host, Patrick, and I'm joined by my usual co-host. Jim, hello everybody. Hello, Patrick. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you for asking. Excited to start these award ceremonies. Are you wearing your nicest tux? I'm wearing my Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey uh, because the Bucks have a big game tonight, which I fear by the I, there's a good chance by the time this episode comes out they're eliminated. So, okay. or maybe they're NBA champions once again. I don't know. We're recording this a few months at a time, so. Well, I want to uh, I want to tell you before we get started, we can make any jokes we want as long as none of them are about Jada Pinkett Smith and her female pattern baldness in the form of alopecia. Okay. I, I, I also add that I'm wearing my Montreal Canadiens cap because Guy Lafleur passed away today. He did, very, unfortunately, yeah. The best forward of the 1970s, very sad. Mike Bossy passed away a week ago, too. It's like, Jesus, there's a holocaust <laughs> on, on all-time great NHL talent right now. It's crazy. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, you're next, or perhaps... Don't say that. Mario, Mario Lemieux's already survived cancer, and they're not going to... He's not going to die anytime soon. Nothing can get him down. So I will explain a bit what we're doing. We have, if you listen to our season one recap, where we shared like our lists of our favorites or whatever for all these different categories, it's going to be a little bit like that, but we're going to try and pick a winner for each category. So we have nominations, which was included Jim and I nominated our own things separately after after agreeing on the categories and then looking at those two together you know I would pick out if if both of us nominated the same thing then it was definitely going to be nominated and if you know there was something that Jim nominated and I didn't we had to figure out based on how we had them ranked within our own nominations what was going to be included sounds complicated but and it is. <laughs> and it really doesn't matter because um, now how it's going to work, because we only have two voters, which, you know, I, th- I think in most instances you probably want an odd number of voters here, or at least more than two. But yeah, you know, the, if we each have different number ones, now what does that mean? Do we have two winners? Not necessarily, because in that case, if Jim's number one is my number two, and let's say my number one is Jim's number four, then, you know, because Jim's number one would have the higher average rating, that would be our number one. (laughs) However, if Jim's number one is my number two and my number one is Jim's number two, then we do have two winners in that instance. So it is possible to have a tie. There have been ties in the actual Academy Awards, believe it or not. I remember, I think it was some Sound Academy Award. I remember Skyfall was a co-winner. I remember watching that. Oh, really? that's, That's weird, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, I I must not happen very often. That's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it is possible. I have a feeling it'll happen at least once this evening. Anyways, let us get started with our first category. This is going to be best quotes. This is a category consisting of ten nominations. Some of the categories have ten. Most of them have five. But some of the more kind of I don't want to say interesting categories, but some some of the categories with like they're just kind of broader. Like yeah, you know, we'll have ten because it's difficult to make up our mind. And uh, Jim, would you like to assist me on quotes in which there's more than one person talking as I read these? Oh, of course, yeah. 
All right. Well, we will start with the first one listed. These are alphabetical by film title. And that is from Bride of the Monster, He Tampered in God's Domain. The final line of the film. (laughs) (laughs) One of the great closing film lines in all of cinema. The next quote from A Fistful of Dollars, this was actually, this is kind of a, what would we call this? Is this a split quote? Because it's, it's, we have it listed as one, but really there's like a couple minutes in between these things. But it's Clint Eastwood saying, get three coffins ready. And then after he shoots some motherfuckers, then he says, my mistake, four coffins. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> this next one from Goldfinger. Jim, could you start it, please? Oh, of course. <clears throat> Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> so there we go. From Goldfinger. And we've got two more Goldfinger nominations in this category. I wonder, you know, if Jim got his way with some of these nominations. <laughs> Actually, this next one came from me, not from Jim. But yeah. it's a martini, shaken, not stirred, which is officially that is the first time those words are spoken by Bond in the series. So that's why I thought it was important to include because of that. The next one, Jim, why don't you say this? Because this is your favorite one. <laughs> it is mine. Yeah. Shocking. Positively shocking. <laughs> All right. And then from Once Upon a Time in the West, another film in which we have more than one quote. This one, Jim, would you like to be the first person here? Would you like to be Harmonica? Oh, absolutely. I was actually going to offer it to you, but sure. Did you bring a horse for me? No, it looks like we're shy one horse. You brought two too many. All right, great <laughs> shit. And then another nomination from the same film, this one from Frank. People scare better when they're dying. Yeah, a good one. And then from Pieces, and this is one, I can't do it justice, but it's, <laughs> if let's, I'll see if I still have the clip downloaded and I'll include it in the episode because I, I used it in the <laughs> Pieces episode. But it's bas- it's basically... It's Linda Day George screaming bastard, 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 you know, three times. I'm, I don't feel comfortable giving that the full performance because the, I'm, I don't live alone and I could frighten some of my housemates <laughs> and I don't want to do that. You should do it, yeah. <laughs> and then from Psycho, a boy's best friend is his mother. Mm. And then the final nomination, from also from Psycho, we all go a little mad sometimes. So 10 quotes from six movies, not the biggest variety, because <laughs> we got some multiple Goldfinger, multiple Psycho, multiple Once Upon a Time in the West. But they're all good. They're all good quotes. Jim, what is your number one? <clears throat> My number one is a classic. It's game over, man. Game over. No, no, no. I meant of the ones nominated. Oh, nominated. Oh. That wasn't nominated. <laughs> oh, <I> you <laughs> nominated that. Oh, earlier. did I? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What's my that number didn't one? Make in that? the cut though. Oh, my number one in that. Sorry, I was got I got confused what we were doing. Yeah, my you're, number one. Oh in my that? god, this is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a total disaster. <laughs> my winner, La La Land. Yeah. Best picture. <laughs> Just <laughs> nobody punch me. Um, my number one is. Uh, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. That is my number two. So that's a likely winner. The worst case scenario is that ties. Now, here's what my number one is. 
We all go a little mad sometimes. Where does that rank in your list? Uh, it's not on there. Well, it has to be. It's one of the ten. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? So the winner for best quotes, if we didn't say, was the whole, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to, to die from Goldfinger. Okay, so after some technical difficulties or a bit of confusion. Well, hold on. Um, we, we can call it what it is. I completely misunderstood the whole point of what we were doing. No, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but, but this was also like you and I, we didn't get to talk a lot about this ahead of time. Especially because this past few days, I was traveling. I was out in the wilderness. You work multiple jobs. Like, I get it. It, 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 it makes sense that there's confusion. And in fact, this next category is where we had confusion earlier. <laughs> this next category is, we'll call it best special effects. And originally, perhaps I didn't explain this, but I assumed like, okay, movie, the movie overall special effects. But Jim originally picked out individual special effects which I did <laughs> not gonna lie that would be an interesting category in its own right to be perfectly fair but that's not what we did this time so best special effects we're, t- we're talking miniatures creatures makeup effects things like that we didn't have a whole lot of visual effects really this season i'm sure you know a little bit in aliens but aliens is still mostly practical you know i'm i'm sure maybe in so well uh, big trouble in little china probably had the most visual effects yeah i probably did and uh that one was difficult actually because some of the things i wanted to put in for practical effects uh like that eyeball monster oh thing. the eye creature was amazing yeah yeah but i don't know if it was like partly cg or if it was like all puppet or like you know so i just i was well, like eh. Yeah, you uh, clearly didn't end up nominating it because it didn't make it here. (laughs) Um, So our nominations, this is, again, a category of 10. Our first nomination, Aliens. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. (laughs) The uh, second one, Friday the 13th Part 3. This is one I'm I'm just going to be upfront about this. I disagree with this completely. Jim nominated this, and he must have ranked it highly because I, I would not have this anywhere near my top 10 but that's fine i did actually i can tell you right now what i ranked it as okay well hang on we'll get there no no no, because the next one uh, in my original list yeah in your original yeah my original list i think i ranked it as as six six okay yeah uh the third third nominee ghoulies so we're some respect for the work of john carl beekler a lots of respect Lots of respect. Yeah, you, that's a, worth pointing out. You saw Ghoulies on your own because you didn't do that episode with me. And based on how frequently you nominated it for, I'm assuming you enjoyed it. A I good loved deal. it so much. It's like one of my new yeah. favorite movies. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Then we have Godzilla raids again. Then we have The House by the Cemetery. Then we have King Kong, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. We have The Prowler, Star Trek, The Motion Picture, and lastly, Suspiria. So, Jim, what is your number one? 
my number one is Godzilla Raids Again. And that's for all the miniature work. Oh my god. Especially the destruction of Osaka scene. I thought it was That's my great. number that's that's my number eight. What? <laughs> that is likely not winning. I I, I just what? I mean there's there's some there's some good effects there, but like the little sock puppet Godzilla, not that great. I don't know. Um my number one is King Kong. Okay. Okay. That's my number two. So Okay, so King Kong wins then. Okay. Yeah. My number two was the Prowler, by the way. Mm. I, the, some amazing effects with from Tom Savini in that one, but well, you know what? And the the only reason like Prowler for me wasn't higher is because there's only like two or three kills that I remember like looking really really good. Like the the one that looks the best is the um, oh we'll the get to that in head, our right? best in our best kills. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll okay, get there we go. Um, okay, so congratulations to the long-deceased members of the special effects team for <laughs> King Kong, chiefly Willis O'Brien, uh, obviously one of the pioneering films in special effects, so that's fitting. I, I feel like for what they did in 1933, and honestly, I mean, it still mostly looks pretty good today. Like, I mean, it looks good as, like, it's stop motion, like, it's yeah. dated, but, I mean, it's, yeah. it's really impressive. All right, now we move on to our best villains category. This one, we only have five, and I'm pretty sure we had four of the five same nominees. I could be mistaken. Probably. First, we have Auric Goldfinger from Goldfinger. Then we have Michael Myers from Halloween. Uh, I mean, we also did Halloween, too, so if you want to consider it a... um, a multiple film performance here. You can. Um, I don't because I don't like Halloween 2 that much. <laughs> and then we have Frank from Once Upon a Time in the West performed by Henry Fonda. Then we have Norman Bates in Psycho. Then we have Edward Lionheart performed by Vincent Price in Theater of Blood. Jim, what is your number one? I think probably unsurprisingly, I have gone with Auric Goldfinger as my number one. How about you? I got Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Okay. Bates was, was my number three. Then I, th- unless we have the same number two, I think he wins because uh, Goldfinger is my number four. Oh, who was your number two? My number two is Frank. My... <laughs> Why is that funny? He's awesome. My, no, I'm laughing at my answer. <laughs> Lionheart? Yeah, I love him. He was, he was my number three, so, you know, he's he's a good one. But, yeah, so that means Norman Bates wins. I think we had five really strong ones. Like, Goldfinger, for me, being a number four, that's no knock against Goldfinger. It's just I liked the no. three above him just a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I mean, this was definitely a, uh, a tough category it's a good category though yeah good category well exactly i mean there were so many uh, uh iconic villains yeah we didn't even get to freddy or you know the jason. queen alien or well yeah well jason kind of sucks in front of three that's the one where he rapes people but <laughs> oh yeah um, that's right <laughs> i don't know I, um what's it's the guy's name from um big trouble in little china Lopan. Yeah. Yeah, you nominated him, and I didn't, but that was a good pick. He was a good one. Anyways, best original score. This one may shock you. Or at least I, I should say, <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Two no- nominations here were a bit surprising to me, and they both came from you, obviously, because I'm not going to surprise myself with what I nominate. 
But <laughs> first off, we have the score to Big Trouble in Little China from John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. Howarth? Yeah. Then we've got two the, the two Ennio Morricone scores. That's A Fistful of Dollars and Once Upon a Time in the West. Then yep. we have Jerry Goldsmith for Star Trek The Motion Picture. And then we have the band Goblin for Suspiria. And if you don't mind, Jim, I will share my number one. Well, and first of all, I, I would want to say Big Trouble in Little China, was it wasn't a surprise to me because you told me you were going to put it in, but <laughs> it wouldn't have been that close to my top five, to be perfectly honest. And again, not a knock against the Big Trouble in Little Sky little china score but you know there's halloween like there's a lot of good scores that didn't make it here and then i wasn't thinking of star trek the motion picture but you're right that is a very good score yeah i mean uh uh, it is start well i mean star trek the motion picture was the introduction of like the most famous theme song for a television show. Well, not the most famous, but it was no. the fucking <laughs> this is, Beverly no, Hillbillies. I can think of ten more that are more famous. Yeah, yeah. Beverly <laughs> Hillbillies, Twilight Zone, <laughs> The Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's old many more that are famous, but uh, Brady yeah, Bunch, I mean, the, Gilligan's was, Island. Okay, well, okay, we can stop. We can stop. How many famous ones there are? But uh, yeah, it was for Star Trek: Benny The Next Hill. Generation. Okay. All right. So, well, anyways, my number one. Ennio Morricone for Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, I had uh, Ennio Morricone for A Fistful of Dollars. That is I my like number two. Oh, my Once Upon a Time in the West, I'm sorry to tell you, buddy, is number four because my number two is Big Trouble in Little China. That's my guilty okay. pleasure. Okay, so A Fistful of Dollars is the winner. Then. Hey! Yeah, I, I had Big Trouble in Little China as number five, to be honest. I, I almost put Suspiria number two. Suspiria, Fistful of Dollars were close for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we spoke about this briefly when we weren't recording, but Goblin has just a great sound. The score for both Deep Red and Suspiria are really, really cool. Uh, do they fit the movies? Eh, I don't know, but the scores are great. So, yeah, congratulations to the late, great Ennio Marconi. Everyone who's won is dead so far, I think. Anthony Perkins <laughs> passed away. Willis O'Brien's long dead. Yeah, every everyone's dead so far. I mean, we, we did some older movies, obviously. So this next one, Best Hero. We've got yeah. James Bond, played by Sean Connery, in Goldfinger. We've got Harmonica, played by Charles Bronson, in Once Upon a Time in the West. We've got The Man with No Name, played by Clint Eastwood, in A Fistful of Dollars. We've got Ellen Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver, in Aliens. And we've got John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves, in Ghoulies. Oh, excuse me. No, sorry. That's right. No, in, in John Wick. Jim, Jim, what's your number one? Again, this is a, 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 a category with lots of good heroes, but I went with John Wick. Okay, I'm, I'm going to explain where I have John Wick. I have him at five. Okay. And here's, here's my explanation. Is he a good action hero, action character, lead character? Yes. However, his heroism is whose life does he change for the better other than himself? You know, you know oh, that's kind of where okay. I, I looked yeah. at. That's kind of how I looked at it. Again, yeah. not that he's a bad character by any means, but that's why I have him at five. My number one is Ellen Ripley. From Aliens. <laughs> I'm only, I mean, it's a great choice. It really is. 
Uh, out of that list, though, I have her as five. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of figured the way you were laughing. Okay, who's your number two? My number two is uh, kind of in the John Wick uh, vein. It's the oh, man fuck. with no name, Clint Eastwood. That's my number four, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Who's your number two? My number two is James Bond. Oh, okay. okay. Is that your number three? Uh, yeah, James Bond's my number three. Okay, so we have a winner eventually. <laughs> right? I guess so, yeah. If that's James if that's Bond how it just works. narrowly beats out Ellen Ripley and which one did you say was the man, the man with no name? Yeah, okay. Two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, our next category we'll call this kill collections. This is this is going to be movies we're not doing we're doing individual kills later but this is where a movie that overall has the best kills and our nominations are deep red john wick pieces the prowler and the street fighter jim what's your number one okay i uh in the short break we had i have revamped my list and uh, my number one, I'm going to give to, honestly, the Street Fighter. Okay. It's, it's a worthy pick. That was my number two. Oh, my goodness. So it could, it could still win. My number one is the Prowler. Oh, unfortunately for you, that's my number five out of these ones. All right, that's fine. The Street Fighter is victorious. Yeah, you know, and when it, like going back to the Prowler, there's only really a couple kills I remember being... I guess excited. Listen, by. they're 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 all amazing. Really, yeah, that is exactly. just that's it's Tom Savini. Other than Day of the Dead, which is completely different because he's doing zombie stuff, that's Tom Savini's best work. I think it's just incredible. But hey, the Street Fighter is is worthy. It's a worthy victor. Plenty of creativity in the kills. We get dick ripped off, throat ripped <laughs> off, um, head crushed by punching. Like, there's a lot of great stuff there. Don't get me wrong. People falling out of a window. Okay, this next one. This is where we we get into the genres. We broke films down by genres here, and just just to specify, films can be in more than one genre. Like I, I every now and then you'll come across someone who's like, "Oh man, I don't really consider the thing a horror movie because it's a sci-fi movie." Like, no, things can be more than one thing. William Shakespeare <laughs> wrote tragic comedies. Like, this isn't a new idea. <laughs> but anyway, I just 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 rant over. I just you know every now and then I come across that and it's annoying. But this first genre we're doing is is really not so much a genre, but it's best schlock movies. And now what is a schlock movie? We're looking at low budget, low ish budget. I think there's one film here that's not really a low budget movie, but you know low low ish budget and kind of just piece of trash. But you know it's enjoyable, <laughs> right? Because because our five nominees are Deathstalker, Ghoulies, <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla, Pieces, and Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. It should come as no surprise to anyone listening that my number one is Pieces. Jim, what is yours? Uh, my number one is Ghoulies. That's my number four. Oh my god. So where pieces, do you have Pieces? Pieces is my number four. Oh my god. So what's your number two? King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> That's my number three. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I have Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity at number two. 
Oh, wow. I have <laughs> I have them at uh, five because I like Deathstalker and Pieces more oh than my God. Slave Girls. Okay. So this is confusing. So, okay, so, so hang, hang on. So if your five is Slave Girls, your four is Pieces. Yeah. Your three is... Deathstalker. Deathstalker. Your two is Ghoulies? King Kong versus Godzilla. King, King Kong versus Godzilla. So your one was Ghoulies. Okay. Yeah. So we got to do some math here. So <laughs> oh, no. my Pieces was one and yours was four so pieces has five ghoulies was my four and it was your one so that also has five slate my slave girls has two and you you had it at five uh yeah so that's seven so that's that lost king kong versus godzilla for me was three what was it for you two okay uh, then we have a, a tie between Pieces and King Kong versus Godzilla. Hey, good, because both are great. I actually, like, thinking about it now, I probably should have had King Kong versus Godzilla over Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity, but I'm glad yeah. I didn't, because had I had <laughs> I done that, that would have been the outright winner, and Pieces wouldn't have tied for the victory. So I'm, I'm glad I kind of messed that up. So Pieces and, and King Kong versus Godzilla... And Patrick from the future here, I just noticed editing this, that we actually had a three-way tie for best schlock movies between Ghoulies, King Kong vs. Godzilla, and Pieces. So my apologies to Ghoulies for leaving you out when we actually recorded this episode. I'm glad I noticed it now. We move on to best song, where Jim appears to have forgotten about the Goldfinger theme. Because yeah. he did not nominate it, but thankfully I did, and I had it ranked <laughs> highly, so it made it. So so our, our five songs here are Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey from the film Goldfinger. We have The Lady Loves Me by Elvis Presley and Anne Margaret from Viva Las Vegas. We have Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood from Body Double. And we've got Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley from Viva Las Vegas. And we've got What Did I Say by Elvis Presley from Viva Las Vegas. So, Jim, what is your number one? Well, can I actually guess what your number one is? Sure. The Lady Loves Me. That's my number four. Oh, okay. Well, okay, I'll tell you what my number one is. <laughs> I actually, I, I kind of fudged to get that in there because I actually had it lower on my nominations, but we we came to four, and it's like it, I would have bumped up another. I had another Elvis song higher than it but i'm like no you know Anne margaret needs some love so we'll nominate that so that was the reasoning so so i anyways whatever what's your number one goldfinger M- mine as well so goldfinger a proper outright win good on you goldfinger is that the first one the first it one is, we yeah. had the same number one first proper outright win all right so now we're doing best mystery or thriller film this one i want to say we had a very similar list of nominations although i think there was one discrepancy but <laughs> was it, we have was it? <laughs> yeah because you nominated suspiria and i'm oh, like that's you right, know, there's yeah. like a mystery like the plot unfolds like a mystery but it's like it's not really a thriller film i don't know that's that's just kind of how i view it but whatever i'm also i know there's exceptions to this but i'm also like if something involves like a monster something supernatural i'm like it's not really a thriller like that's just kind of how i view it like thriller is more reality based i I mean there are supernatural thrillers but that's just kind of how i differentiate you're free to disagree with me dear listeners but anyways our five nominations body double dead or alive deep red psycho 
and Saw 2. And I will share my number one. It is Deep Red. Wow. My number one is Psycho. I thought that's what you would have gone for. Well, I kind of, I mean, I think Psycho's the best movie, but I think as like a mystery thriller, I think Deep Red is, is the best in, in, as, as far as how it fits the genre. I do agree Psycho's a better movie, but I do have that at number three. Uh-oh. So what I is have, your number I, well, two? Well, I have Deep Red at number two, so Deep Red wins. Deep Red um, wins? Okay. I, I had Body Double at two, by the way. Uh, Body Double was three for me. Okay. So Deep Red is the winner. Congratulations to Dario Argento, one of the few living winners, I feel like. So, like Some of the great things about his films is, first off, the color of blood. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so awesome. bright. The amount yeah. of blood is awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. Deep Red specifically uh, has, it's not really a twist ending. I mean, I, I guess it kind of is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was just a great ending. It was the first time I'd ever seen it, and I thought it was a fantastic film. And yeah, because that's another film you uh, watched on your own because you uh, didn't do that episode with me. I did that one with Josh, so I'm glad to hear you enjoyed it because I, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. A deserving winner, I think. Now we're doing best scenes. This is another category of 10. And I actually re- realized like an hour ago that I forgot one of the best scenes. I didn't nominate it, and neither did you. You know, whatever, we can talk about that later. It didn't make it. It doesn't matter. We're <laughs> dealing from the nominations in front of us, which are the bulletproof vest shootout, the climactic sequence of A Fistful of Dollars. We are dealing with the Kong versus the T-Rex fight in King Kong. We are dealing with, this is really more of a moment than a scene, but it's a great moment. I'll give you that. This was uh, a gym nomination, and this is Godzilla falling into a pit from King Kong versus yeah, Godzilla. It's great. We, I know we spent some time talking on that back when we did that episode. Then we have, this is probably the longest scene of the one. Uh, it's another gym nomination, but it's like Cheyenne's introduction in the Frontier Saloon and also where Cheyenne meets Harmonica. From Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm-hmm. Then we have, also from Once Upon a Time in the West, the flashback, the origin of Har- Harmonica slash the Harmonica versus Frank standoff in the present from, you know, Once Upon a Time in the West. Then we have this one, pretty clearly a me nomination, <laughs> but we have the cleaning up the room dance montage yeah. in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. I it's it's an amazing moment. I you know, uh, <laughs> it's something that's for sure. I you know then it's, it, uh, and you know the next one similarly amazing moment is the kung fu professor scene from Pieces, <laughs> which you and I both nominated, I believe. Yeah, actually, I may have I may have not nominated that, but if if that was the case, I would have I must have forgotten about it because there's no way I wouldn't have nominated that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's fantastic. Of course. Then we have the shower scene from Psycho, arguably the most famous scene in film history. But is it better than... Kung Fu Professor? (laughs) Or than the dude from Nightmare on Elm Street 2 jerking off like a mini bat? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Then we have the X-ray head punch from the Street Fighter, which if if we're talking about the scene as a whole rather than just the moment, because it's a good scene, it's the car gets dropped into the... Like ravine, not ravine, like a reservoir. Yeah, yeah. And then he just beats the ever living shit out of two people. It's a really <laughs> great scene. Then we have from Suspiria, Pat's 
death by hanging, and death by hanging is putting it lightly because yeah, she, yeah, she gets I, stabbed very lightly. <laughs> several dozen times. I mean, it's just an incredible moment. If you've seen Suspiria, obviously you know what I'm talking about. It's the most famous scene in that movie. So, Jim, what is your number one? Okay. I'm sorry, because you probably have a really good number one. Uh, my number one is the Kung Fu Professor scene from Pieces. It's uh, it's a scene that makes no sense. It's completely out of left field. Uh, there's no explanation for it, and you just have to live with it and move on. No, Well, the, him being a Kung Fu Professor is the explanation. There is explanation for it. It's just the explanation doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> yeah, do explain yeah, the explanation it. explanation isn't good enough. But no, that is my number three, so that's close. My number one is the Harmonica versus Frank from Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, that's my number three. Okay. So if we have the same two, our number two wins. Actually, <laughs> no, our the number two would tie, I think. But what's your number two? <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. It's It's Godzilla falling into a pit. <laughs> I have that at number 10, not because it's not great, but because it's... <laughs> it's not really a scene. It's so short. Well, yeah. then here, 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 let me, because, you know... No, we, no, we, no, you just go with what... I had the shower scene. No, uh, Kung Fu Professor wins. There you have it. Kung Fu Professor, congratulations <laughs> to Bruce Lai, I think it was. Yeah, in maybe. That scene. Um, my, yeah, and number two is the shower scene. All right, best sci-fi movie. Our nominations are Aliens, The Fly, The Quatermass Experiment, Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity, <laughs> and Star Trek The Motion Picture. Jim, what's your number one? I picked The Fly, a very solid all-around okay. uh, uh, film. Yeah. How about you? It, it is. That's, it's so solid, in fact, that it was my number two. It was almost number three, but it, it ended oh. up in my number two. My number one is Aliens. Oh no, that's my <laughs> that's my number three, and my number two is Star Trek. That is my number five. So the fly wins. Congratulations hey. <laughs> to the fly, to, to the fly, to um, one of the many Felix Leiters who plays the fly, to Vincent Price, everybody involved. Yeah, I had Quatermass three. The fly and Quatermass are like almost a virtual tie for me, but. Uh, the fly just barely beat it out, but yeah. I I had uh, I'll be honest. I had slave girls beating out Quater Mass. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I mean, I had a, I had at number four. Like I don't I don't I don't mind that. All right, now we we're getting into the acting categories. So first off, best supporting actress. Got some random ass nominations here. Some very kind of obvious ones, or at least one obvious one. In fact, one that was actually nominated for an Oscar for this performance. So our five nominees are Kim Cattrall from Big Trouble in Little China, Lana Clarkson from Deathstalker. May she rest in peace. And I wonder why she was nominated. Well, hey, she's actually good in that movie. I mean, maybe not like, I mean, she's not Oscar worthy or anything, but no, listen, she's she's good in the movie. She's fine. Um, I mean, listen, if we're doing best costumes... Lana Clarkson's costume specifically. Oh that's yeah, the we should have, we should have done a best costumes category. <laughs> then we have Melanie Griffith from Body Double playing Holly Body. Then we have Janet Lee from Psycho, who is the person I mentioned was actually nominated for an Oscar for this role. And then we have Vera Miles also from Psycho. Jim, who's your number one? I have a feeling we have the same one here. Oh, we might, yeah. I would uh, say let's give Janet Lee our Oscar 
because I think that's what she deserves uh, for I Psycho. I agree, yeah. For me, that was a, a... I didn't have a very close number two there. You know, I thought she was leaps and bounds better than... I had Melanie Griffith at number two, but yeah, I... Uh, Jenny yeah. awesome in that. Yeah, she was, she was ahead of everybody by... A, uh, full head and shoulders. I did as my number two. Kim, was, Kim Cattrall was Kim Cattrall was a good one. I I didn't remember to nominate her, but that's a, not a bad pick. Yeah, she was good. I my I had for my number two. It was a joke number two, and it was Lana Clarkson. Lana Clarkson. Okay. <laughs> All right. Best action adventure film. We have Aliens, A Fistful of Dollars, John Wick, King Kong, and The Street Fighter. You'll notice no Goldfinger. Jim has some weird <laughs> thing where he doesn't consider that an action movie well, for some reason. Yeah, I thought I he forgot to nominate it. No, it's it's. I think of it more as like uh, I don't know. It's like its own thing. It's like a spy movie. I wouldn't really say it's an action a, adventure film. I guess so, I mean, but you know, a whatever. It did. Well, it doesn't matter. It wasn't nominated. Okay. Um, so, right. so Jim, of these five, what's your number one? Mr. Patrick, I am picking King Kong as my number one. Um, a very exciting oh. movie full of action and adventure. Oh, yeah, uh, adventure being, the I think, the key word there even more so than action. But yeah, great <laughs> yeah. film. My number two. Oh. Close to my number one, but my number one was Aliens. So I voted Aliens number one sci-fi and number one action. Where did you have Aliens? Aliens is my number two. All right, so we've got dual winners, Aliens and King Kong. Now, Now where did you have John Wick on your list? Number five, not because I didn't like it, but just because I liked the other ones more. It yeah. was I would have put John Wick close to the Street Fighter. The Street Fighter was my number four, but um, yeah, John Wick was my number five. So Fistful of Dollars, obviously, was three. Gotcha, yeah. Best Supporting Actor. And this is one, actually, where I, I wiped away one of Jim's nominations just because it was too small of a role, I felt like. So sorry, Ian McShane, in in John Wick. That's okay. You did not make it, and that and that was the reasoning. What you had two John Wick people, and I'm like, let's take the one who actually is in more than one scene. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the reasoning. <laughs> no offense to, I mean, I love Ian McShane. Again, I'm a Deadwood fan. But our five nominees are Tobin Bell in Saw Two, Henry Fonda in Once Upon a Time in the West, Michael Nyquist in John Wick. Donald Pleasance in Halloween, and Jason Robards from Once Upon a Time in the West. Jim, my number one is Henry Fonda from Once Upon a Time in the West. And Henry Fonda is my number one as well. Okay. So another true winner. Henry Fonda's fantastic. Um, he is. He is. Yeah, he. I know. Like, he delivers a great line that I had on a list that... Uh, uh, didn't make it to Oh, yeah, the suspenders list. line. Yeah, yeah. That didn't yeah. Make, make yeah, it, fantastic. But that was a good one. So now, best horror movie. And this one has a fucking baffling one that made the nominations, quite frankly, because I think you had it as, like, your number two or something. And so it's like, <laughs> I couldn't get rid of it. It had to be there. <laughs> what did I But what did I put um, in? <laughs> our, our five nominations are Halloween. Okay, normal so far, right? Then Hellfest. <laughs> which is the random one okay, then yeah. night of the living dead <laughs> yeah psycho and suspiria yeah 
<laughs> Jim, what is your number one? Please tell me it's not Hellfest. It's not Hellfest. It's not Hellfest. It's Halloween. That's my number four. <gasps> okay, what's your number one? Psycho. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Psycho's my number four. I Jesus. can understand that. Psycho... What's your number two? <laughs> oh, uh, my number two is uh, Suspiria. Mine as well. Suspiria hey. is the winner. Good. Well, see, here two things. One, I understand Psycho uh, being a horror movie, but I, I don't know. It feels more akin to like a thriller, I guess. You know what I mean? I think that's more just... I understand what you mean, but I also think that's just like horror as a genre has changed yeah, since Psycho, yeah. and it's, it's largely it's changed because of Psycho. But I, I see what you mean. And I still think like I th- I think I might have still had Psycho on my original list, or it was like an honorable mention or something. I'm pretty sure you didn't nominate Halloween, so you may have forgotten that one, especially if you had it as your number one. But I think that one made it because I nominated it. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't remember, you know, it doesn't matter, but that's kind of how I remembered it, but I could be wrong. Now we have Best Leading Actress. Now one of these was one that Jim nominated as Supporting Actress, but I nominated her as Lead, and I'm like, okay, I think she's really more of a lead actress, but we have Claudia Cardinale from Once Upon a Time in the West. We have Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween. We have Anne Margaret from Viva Las Vegas. We have Patricia Owens from The Fly, who is the one that Jim had nominated for Supporting Actress. And then we have Sigourney Weaver for Aliens, who, another one, also nominated for an Oscar in real life for this performance. Now, Jim, I think, who is uh, your number one? I think we're going to have the same number one on this one. I'm almost positive. And uh, I chose Anne Margaret as my number one. Well, then you're wrong, because that's my <gasps> number two. <gasps> Who's your number one? I got Siggy Weaver. Wow, Really? I mean, she's great. I mean, yeah, she is great. She's great. She's also my number two. Or Sigourney Weaver's my number two. We've got co-winners then, Sigourney Weaver and Anne Margaret. Congratulations to them. Who was your number three? Jamie Lee Curtis. (gasps) I had uh, Claudia Cardinale. I had her at four. And this is also the one where I remember when I was, like, first thinking of, like, we're going to do these awards things. I'm like, oh, could I maybe, like... You know, in the Oscars telecast when they do the little acting clip. I, I didn't watch this past Oscars. I hope they brought that back. I know they got rid of that for a while. I hope it's back because that was awesome. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because it takes too much effort. I mean, it would just be a, lo- a lot of work for me editing course, this episode. Yeah. And then also, like, what am I going to Because it's an audio podcast. What am I going to do for Claudia Cardinale? We just hear her dub actress give a speech. Like, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> is that really a testament to her performance? It's not. So, yeah. But anyways, Sigourney Weaver and Margaret, co-winners. All right, now we get to possibly my favorite category, best kills. And these are individual kills. This was tough. This is This is one where, of course, we have 10 just because this is... We don't want to get this one wrong, folks. This is an exciting, exciting category. So we have from Body Double, we have Gloria getting stabbed through the floor slash ceiling with an enormous drill. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how else to put it. You know, yeah. that's what I had. That's, that's the scene. That's it's Yeah. <laughs> then we have, um, and I think I had looked up these names. I'm like pretty sure 
I got the names right, but I don't really remember. I'll trust you. Oh, yeah, this this one I'm definitely right. This is Martha getting beheaded with a necklace from the elevator in Deep Red. So this is the very end of the movie. This is, spoiler spoiler alert, this is the killer. Yeah, well, you know know it was another good kill from that movie that... Uh, there's so I, many of them. I don't remember what I not. I don't remember if I nominated it or not. But it was the fella. I forget his character's name. He gets dragged by the car and then his head crushed. Oh yeah, that's uh, Martha's son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't nominate that, and I don't think you did either. But so, anyways, then we have from A Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Re- Revenge, Grady getting stabbed by Freddy, and the claws going through the door. Very visual. It's yeah, it's it's a good it's a great scene because that's the one where Freddy emerges from Jesse's body. Just a great effect overall. Then we have from Pieces. This one I didn't bother looking up this character's name because it's Pieces. <laughs> who cares? This is a dancer gets chainsawed in the elevator. This is a very fun scene where that the great. <laughs> killer enters the elevator and she somehow doesn't notice the chainsaw until he's <laughs> there, and then. Yeah, which she actually doesn't die on the spot. Remember, they say that she's still alive, but then she dies later or something. We'll chalk up blood loss in the elevator from a missing arm to uh, oh, yeah. to that being her death. At moment. least one missing arm, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Peace is a brutal movie. There's a lot of good kills in that. I think that's apparently the only one that was nominated, but, you know, or the, that made the nominations. You may have nominated another one. I don't know. But then we have from The Prowler, Carl getting stabbed through the top of the head and out through the chin with what I thought was a bayonet. You said it was like a K-bar or something? Yeah, yeah, some kind of military knife. Yeah, it's fucking awesome is what it is, though. It that's, is. That's the prowler. And the effects uh, That was the that kill too. you mentioned earlier. Oh, exactly, yeah. I mean, the effects, because when he pulls the knife out, the eyes roll back. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, it's disgusting, but awesome. Then we have perhaps the most famous kill in movie history. Marion getting killed in the shower in Psycho. Kind of has to be on yeah. here, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's freaking tame compared to even the uh, the shower scene in The Prowler, which I nominated. You didn't. That just, that didn't make it. But, you know, there's, there's, there's probably the tamest kill on this list. Then the next one, Michael in the opening scene of Saw 2 getting killed with the Venus flytrap mask. That one was one you nominated. I didn't, but I like the pick. That's the best kill in Saw 2, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's the only <laughs> cool kill in Saw 2, for sure. <laughs> then we have, of course, Kingstone getting his groin ripped off by Terry's <laughs> bare hands in The Street Fighter. I mean, how can you not? Uh, it's great. And, and, and then joining that, we also have the famed x-ray skull punch from the street fighter (laughs) which results in the guy spitting out a bunch of blood (laughs) and then lastly we have another kill that was mentioned earlier and this is pat in suspiria getting hanged from the ceiling but also getting stabbed multiple times in the heart and all that yeah that whole thing which is actually a twofer it's it's a double kill because pat's friend i don't remember her name she gets impaled by the broken fall, glass yeah there. yeah by broken glass so perhaps like perhaps extra points for that one well you know what you know what kill we neither of us nominated um i assume but we well you don't know what i nominated technically. well you're right but i'm assuming you didn't nominate this one it's the death of all of japan at the end of 
<laughs> oh, uh, oh, dead or alive? Yeah. yeah, no, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been thinking of that. Yeah, the nuclear holocaust of Japan. So, uh, Jim, what's your number one here? I'm gonna have to go with the most over the top kill, uh, and that is uh, Pat Suspiria. being hanged from the yeah, ceiling okay. in Suspiria. It's my number three, and again, that's nothing. I mean, it's it's an incredible kill. It's more just like I just like the two above it a little bit more my number one is the x-ray skull punch street fighter <laughs> that's my number two okay so that means that wins right yeah, yeah it wins, yeah. wins. <laughs> okay it's great the other the other <laughs> one i had above pat in suspiria was the one from the prowler yeah that was my number three okay yeah that that x-ray that x-ray skull punch is just awesome <laughs> and i don't know if people would have been like blown away by that when seeing it, you know what I mean? Oh, they had to have been. <laughs> they, they I, I'm have. blown away by it in 2022 <laughs> watching that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like so stupid and creative. I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love when uh, <laughs> when he does like crack his skull. You see like the skull like bend in. It's <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah, because it's like a rubber prop probably or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it must well, be. Yeah. Lovely imagination from whoever the hell thought up that scene and now we move on to best lead actor this one i think we might have had the same five nominated or we at least had four of this of the same yeah and so I... we have charles bronson from once upon a time in the west we have sean connery in goldfinger we have clint eastwood in a fistful of dollars we have anthony perkins in psycho and vincent price in theater of blood well, let me ask you, Patrick, what's your number one? Anthony Perkins from Psycho. Also my number one. Okay, I kind of figured it would be. I actually, I don't think we had the same five because I don't think I nominated Connery. I think I might have nominated Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing, maybe. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, but I also, I think I also Connery, nominated... Connery, I have no problem with Connery being on there, but Anthony Perkins to me, I think, is the... Clear winner. Clear. I don't know. I mean, I do love me some Vince Price doing Shakespeare, and murdering people <laughs> with Shakespeare. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good it's a good pick. Now we get to the final category: Best Picture. So this is irregardless of genre. This is one that I don't think. I don't have a problem with any of the ones nominated. This isn't like a Hellfest slipped in here somehow. You know, it's it's a. I mean, not, granted, there's maybe one or two movies here that I wouldn't have put in my top ten, but these are all like solid choices. We have in alphabetical order. We have Aliens from director James Cameron, King of the World himself. We have. Big Trouble in Little China from director John Carpenter, the king of the movies that don't do that well but end up becoming classics. The king of cult classics. Yeah, sort of. Um, (laughs) We have Deep Red from director Dario Argento. And we have A Fistful of Dollars from director Sergio Leone. John Wick from director Chad Stahelski, I think is his name or something. Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> some guy. Some guy. Some guy. Uh, King Kong from directors Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. 
Shedsack, Shoidsack, however one says that. We have <laughs> He's dead, Once Upon matter. a Time in the West from director Sergio Leone, once again, the two-time nominee here in this uh, fake ceremony we're doing. Pieces <laughs> from director, uh, what, what, it's like Juan Piquer Simone, I think is his name. It's something. I think <laughs> no, a it's, that's a guy. fake name. It's just what do you have against ethnic people? Nothing, nothing. I like I like the Spaniards. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think he usually goes by J. Piquet Simone, but it's something like that. Um, then we have Psycho from director Alfred Hitchcock and Suspiria. I honestly don't really know what your number one is going to be, Jim. So why don't you give it to me? Oh, I'll give it to you, baby. Uh, no. For my number one, I picked... It's like I, Deathstalker all over again. <laughs> I picked Deathstalker for my number one. No. Um, yeah, I'm actually shocked <laughs> you didn't nominate Deathstalker, really. And like, well, uh, Especially because you know, Pieces to... ended up making it. And I mean, I know we both enjoyed Pieces, but like... Yeah, pieces, I didn't... If we're looking at these movies, Pieces is the odd one out. I mean, these the other ones are quality movies. <laughs> pieces is just... But I, I yeah. do love Pieces, though. Yeah, and, well, and, I, and I don't think I... anyone who listened to that episode would be surprised that we would have pieces in a top 10, but I, you know, it's, it's a trash movie compared to the other ones, especially. Yeah. And that's why I didn't nominate death stalker for like a lot of the things that I wanted to, I didn't want to have to subject you <laughs> to having to read it out or listen, you could have, you could have um, nominated death stalker and we had to get rid of like, um, we had to get rid of King Kong or something. <laughs> death stalker <laughs> takes over the part from King Kong. Uh, perfect trade. Okay. My number one, I picked uh, one of the most visually uh, stunning movies, a movie with a fantastic score. Yeah. Suspiria. Uh, A movie with fantastic actors and supporting actors and with a fantastic story, a true epic of the genre. All right. So we've got the same number one then. Once Upon a Time in the West. Right. Yep. And I mean, no surprise, obviously for me, it's probably my favorite movie. So it's certainly the favorite movie that I've done here. And overall, season two, we did some incredible movies. Like Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have King Kong ranked third. King Kong is one of the best movies ever, you know. Again, all the movies on this list are, are solid, except for Pieces. But Pieces is like a, is like a guilty pleasure entry. Peace, Pieces is one of the most enjoyable, entertaining films ever made, I think. Yeah, I mean, out of this list, I had Pieces on at 10. Because everything else is actually good, <laughs> whereas I had pieces at six. Pleasure. Oh, I had I had uh... I had pieces above a fistful of dollars. That's how much I fucking love. Pieces, okay? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? I had it above Deep Red. I had it above. Uh, I had Big Trouble in Little China ten. How dare that, you? That's of those ten. That's clearly my ten. That and John Wick were clearly my two least favorite. Again, they're both good movies, but. They weren't very close to the other ones for me. Wow, I uh, I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I had uh, John Wick at two and Big Trouble in Little China three. That doesn't surprise so me, much. but it, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be embarrassed. Like they're fine <laughs> movies. Like I'm more embarrassed that I had Pieces six than you should be. That you know, <laughs> but I, I had Psycho two. Oh yeah, uh, I, I would think... actually like to. Um, you know, before we, because this, I just noticed, whenever we do something different like this, I'm never certain how long these episodes are going to be. 
I see that this one's not very long, especially considering we had a big 15-minute break in there or whatever, sorting out the technical issues. So I would actually, um, for at least for the extended episode available on our Patreon, I would like to actually go through all of our lists together just yeah, to kind of sure. see where we fall. I mean, we kind of ended up doing that for some of them. So scroll back up or down wherever it is to quotes. I am there. Okay. So I think I mentioned this was my number 10. My number 10 is shocking, positively shocking. I'm yeah, not a big I'm fan a of that hurt. line. I never really have been. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a little 10? hurt. Uh, my number 10 was, uh, I want to play a game. No, I, that was, oh, maybe you didn't end up fixing this because that was. Oh, wait, am I looking at the that wrong wasn't one? Of the am nominees. I looking at the wrong Oh, I'm no, looking, you're sorry. probably I, not. You probably I just didn't it. fix that because we no, no, already no, no, no. I fixed did that it. category. I, fixed it. I changed it. Okay. Uh, my number 10 um, was – oh, crap. Hold on. <laughs> I, was looking at the, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong paper. Give me a second. Uh, my number 10, honestly, was um, we all go a little mad sometimes. <laughs> this is my number one. Fuck you. That's like yeah. my favorite movie quote ever just about – my number one, and this is, or excuse me, my number nine, uh, and this was really because I love this moment, but it's the performance more than the quote, and so that's why I didn't have it high, is bastard, bastard, bastard. <laughs> bastard, 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 bastard is a solid, is a solid quote to choose. <laughs> Where did you have that? Uh, I also had it at number nine. Number nine, okay. But, you know, like, like for me, it only beat out uh we all go a little mad sometimes because i don't know it's just it is it, for a psychopath exactly a psychopath because um, i thought it was funny number eight i had uh did you bring a horse for me you know you brought too too many that whole exchange that was my number eight yeah my number eight um was a boy's best friend is his mother jesus yeah <laughs> yeah i like you not like the psycho quotes um number seven i, I had is uh a martini shake and not stirred. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number seven was people scare better when they're dying. That's my number six. So what's your number six? Number six for me was um, the get three. No, no. Sorry. Number Which one? Yeah. Which one won this? Do you expect me to talk? Yeah. My number. Yes. Six for me was uh, martini shake and not stirred. Okay. My number five was boy's best friend is his mother. You already had you had that at like eight or whatever. So what's yeah, your five? Yeah. My number five is uh, shocking, positively shocking. Okay, my number ten. My number four is he tampered in God's domain. Yeah, that's uh. That's your number four. Yeah. And then my number three is the my mistake four coffins exchange. I like that one. Yep, that's that's there with me. That's three, and then I you had. Um, I no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. That was your number one. Number, number one, two. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay, special effects. What's your number ten? My number ten for special effects is how come I can't see it here? Oh, I put aliens. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't really know why. Yeah, I th- 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 you had Ghoulies above Aliens, like just like yeah. The, well, I think out. Ghoulies was really enjoyable. Aliens was like it looked really cool. Like it's definitely a a high budget, awesome movie. Um, the Queen Alien looks amazing. 
Yeah, but I mean, for like for the most part, I liked everything else just for its kind of weirdness in it. I guess if that makes sense. What was your number ten? Was it Ghoulies? No, uh, that's my number nine. I, number ten is Friday the Thirteenth Part Three because I think the effects are legitimately bad in that movie, with the exception, however, of the one that you nominated back when you thought it was individual special effects because it's the the matte painting when uh, Andy is stuffed up in the rafters. That is legitimately great. Everything else in the movie oh, sucks. Oh yeah, I thought that was a dummy. Effect. Yeah, no, it's a it's a matte painting, I believe. But yeah, no, I th- I think that movie does not have very good effects. Uh, my number nine was A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Okay. Uh, again, I don't really have anything like against these movies. It's just that um, right. I like I liked the special effects in something like Ghoulies <laughs> more. You know, it was more exciting to watch. Speaking of Ghoulies, that's coming in at number nine for me. Uh, you know, it's fine for what it is, but I couldn't have it much higher than that. <laughs> So what's your eight? Uh, my number eight is... Why can't I see it on this list? Oh, I picked uh, House by the Cemetery for number eight. Okay, I have that one significantly higher. My number eight was Godzilla Raids Again, which you had as number one. I did, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not that impressed with the effects in Godzilla Raids Again. Well, Even thing, for the time. The thing about that is that I picked it because it all looks interesting and it all looks like exciting. Like, sure, the big the, the big monster suits look kind of stupid, but when he's, like, stepping on buildings and, like, the whole, this this huge miniature set is on fire, uh, all of that's great, and it's all practical, right? Or even, like, all the planes flying around dropping flares and stuff like that. It's all done sure. in, like, a practical way. All right, your number, did you say, yeah, you said your number eight, so what's your seven? Uh, ghoulies. <laughs> okay, I had Star Trek. Star Trek for me is a lot higher, but... Um, okay, it's, what's it's your six? Friday the 13th, part three. Oh, uh, yeah, and I had Suspiria. Oh, yeah, okay. My, well... What's your, fi- what's your five? Suspiria, Suspiria's five. Okay, I had uh, Elm Street 2. Elm Street oh. 2, I think, the, the scene where he busts out of Jesse's body shortly before killing Grady, really great. Also, the little... Where he peels back his... Uh, head and he's just exposes his own brain i think that's incredible uh freddy's makeup is really cool in that too I, there's some like not great effects like uh when they go to the boiler area like the where, place where freddy worked and there's like dogs with like human faces those look awful but like everything else <laughs> else i think is really good in that movie better effects than the first one even though even though the first one has a couple individual effects that are awesome I think the, the overall better effects in the second movie. So what's your, uh, you said your five is Suspiria. What's your four? Uh, four for me is The Prowler. Okay. I had the, I had House by the Cemetery, number four. What's your number three? Aliens. Uh, well, kind of in the same vein, I have Star Trek The Motion Picture. I think, like, we kind of skipped over how, how uh, uh, like, First off, like decent the makeup is in in Star Trek. Um, sure. Yeah, also, I guess. Yeah, we probably didn't. Yeah. But also, yeah, like I wasn't that, thinking of the makeup in in Star Trek for sure. But yeah. But then, like, there were some really nice matte paintings, except for the one near the end. Oh yeah, no, it's. Um, it's I mean, it's a good effects movie. I just didn't have it higher than 
House by the Cemetery. I mean, I, I've got yeah. nothing against the Star Trek effects. I just, you know, give me the geysers of blood coming out of a woman's throat, <laughs> I think is a little bit more impressive yeah. for me. I don't know. No, I mean, and you're right. Like, you know, teach their own. So my number two was The Prowler. Yours was uh, King Kong, I assume. Yeah. And what? And your one was Godzilla Raids again. My yeah, one yeah. was King Kong. Okay. Villains. We both had the... No, we had different number ones, right? You had Goldfinger number one? Yes. I had Norman Bates one. What's your five? Uh, I think I had Michael Myers as five. M- me as well. Yeah. Nothing against him. Just it's a strong category. It's a tough, tough category. Who? I, you know, I didn't write down four, who won this one. Who won this one? Wasn't it? Frank. Norman Bates. My, no, Norman my Bates. number four was Goldfinger. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, mine was uh, Frank. Okay. Three, um, I had Lionheart from Theater of Blood. Yeah, I had Norman Bates, and Lionheart okay. for me was two. Yeah, I had Frank, number two, and then I had Norman Bates, one. I just really loved uh, Vincent Price's uh, overacting <laughs> in Theater oh, of, course. of Blood. I mean, I put him above Goldfinger. I obviously loved him too, you know. Yeah, now, and I'll be honest, the only reason I put Goldfinger at one is because I just think he's such a classic Bond villain with, like, a dumb plan. Uh, I, I, like, I hey, don't know. it's a great plan. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. He's just great. I just love him. I just love the character. So, scores. My number five was your number one because I had Big Trouble in Little China. Uh... My that score just doesn't really stand out to me. Not that it's bad. It's I just think, um, no. I, I I think my number one was a fistful of dollars, wasn't it? I don't know. Maybe it was, but you had big trouble in Little China a lot higher than me. Yeah, uh, I, rate, I, my, I had big trouble. So in what's China. your five? Uh, my five is Star Trek. That's my number four. Yeah, and again, like I, I really, there's a few good good uh, uh, pieces in Star Trek, but it's really for the main theme to be honest, that I had nominated right. that originally. What, and what's your four? Uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Jesus. It's the best <laughs> score in movie history, I think. So no, your number three, do we both have Suspiria number three? Then? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and your two was? Uh, Big Trouble. Okay, I had A Fistful of Dollars, so that's why A Fistful of Dollars won, because you had that as your number one. I had A Once Upon a Time in the West. Uh, Hero, I had, I had John Wick number five, and I explained my reasoning for that which I think you understand even if you had him number one, which I respect, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, yeah, I I totally agree with your, reason, with your reasoning. Um, and who was, was your five Ripley then? Yeah, it was. Okay, because she was my one. That's that's funny. Um, I had Man With No Name number four. Yeah, I had Charles Bronson as okay. four. I had Harmonica number three. Uh, James Bond 3, and then I had Clint Eastwood 2. Okay, I had Bond 2, and then I had Ripley 1. Okay, so so Bond 1. Well, you know, I, but like this list of heroes, they're all great heroes. Right. All right, uh, Kill Collections. <laughs> kill, I had kill John collection. Wick number 5. Uh, yeah, my number Probably five. is the most people getting killed, but, but, you know, it's a lot of just... There's some... Nothing too over the top. It's like there's some violent stuff, but nothing like that incredible that stands out to me. But a lot, an awful lot of people get killed, though, so I respect that. But I, yeah, I, I had that at number five. Now, I had, uh, what did I have as one? The Street Fighter? Uh, Probably. 
because that one. Yes, yeah, yeah. I had Street Fighter at one, and I had John Wick at two. What um, did you have at five? At five, I had The Prowler. I had that at one. Okay, four, I had pieces. <laughs> I had pieces at three. Okay. So, like, my, my whole thing was, like, pieces had, like, a lot of great kills, but I, I think you saw more of the aftermath. Right. You know, than the actual kill, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, the aftermath was gorier than the kill in most cases, except for maybe the chainsaw death or the, the, yeah. the chainsaw half kill. Deep Red, I thought was great. I love that. I have Deep of, Red at three. Yeah, I've got Deep Red at four, but I love that um, bright orangey uh, blood. Oh yeah, and then the beheading too. That was great. I, like, yeah, I actually great. I nominated a, an individual kill from Deep Red that didn't end up making it, but I liked. Um, at least I think I did. Maybe I didn't, but the um, the professor guy getting stabbed with the letter opener after he like. Uh, he gets his Ooh, face slammed yes. against like the yeah. bookshelf and like all that stuff. It's, I, I think I nominated that, but I can't remember. But yeah, so I had Deep Red 3, I had Street Fighter 2, I had The Prowler 1. Yeah, Street Fighter 1, John Wick 2, Pieces 3, Deep Red 4, Prowler 5. Schlock movies. This was, uh, we had co winners <laughs> of Pieces and King Kong vs. Godzilla. So I went uh, from 5 to 1, I went Deathstalker 5, Ghoulies 4. King Kong vs. Godzilla 3, which I said, like, in hindsight, it probably would have, should have had that at 2. But 2, I had Slave Girls. 1, I had Pieces. Yeah, uh, for me, it was uh, Slave Girls 5. I have Pieces 4, but I don't think that's what I said. Pieces 4, Deathstalker 3, King Kong vs. Godzilla 2, Ghoulies 1. No, that makes sense, because... Um... Pieces, I have one, you add it four. One plus four is oh, five. Okay, there. King okay, Kong yeah. vs. Godzilla, you, if you add it two, I add it three. That's two plus three is five. So Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was like... <laughs> yeah, that was one we had to I'm keep to going down the head. list like, because hmm. that that was not... Uh, that was one of the more wide disparity in, in voting there. Song, we both had the same one. I I had five, I had What Did I Say? And the reason I had that as five is it's it's just not an Elvis song, you know, not that it's a bad song. I had four, The Lady Loves Me, three, Viva Las Vegas, two, Relax by Frankie Goes Hollywood, and one, Goldfinger. Wow, yeah, so we've obviously got the same number one. My five was The Lady Loves Me. And okay. it's, it's not a bad song. It, it, the thing that makes that song great is the scene. Yes, that that's but it. that's also kind of why I wanted it nominated because it was contextually it was a true musical song. Yeah, and that's but no, you're right. The scene, it, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, my four was what did I say? Uh, two or sorry, three was relax. Two, Viva Las Vegas. One, obviously Goldfinger. Uh, relax is a great song though. When I heard it pop up in Body Double, I was like, it oh is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, mystery thriller films from 5 to 1, I have Saw 2 is 5, Dead or Alive is 4, Psycho is 3, I explained my reasoning with Psycho, 2 is Body Double, and 1 is Deep Red. Yeah, my 5, Dead or Alive, Uh, 3 I have here is Body Double. How about 4? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Saw (laughs) 2. Oh yeah, I kind of figured, but yeah, yeah. I th- I think this was a category we had th- we had three strong entries, and then the Dead or Alive and Saw two was kind of a drop off to get to those two. So I think yeah. those are the the two worst. Uh, 
Yeah, so I mean, really, the top three are the ones that are important, and it's uh. So three, you had body double, I yeah, assume. Yeah, two deep red, one psycho. Okay, so that's why deep red one, then yeah. All right, scenes, and, and oh, and I forgot to mention the scene that I forgot to nominate was the um the scene in the parlor with Marion and Norman talking. I love that scene. Oh, it's that like is a great scene. scene right. ever. I forgot yeah. to I forgot to nominate that one. I actually I like that scene more than the shower scene, I think, but I forgot to nominate it. Probably still would have been my number two, uh Harmonica versus Frank. I still think I would have had number one, but anyways, my ten to one. My number ten is Godzilla falling into a pit. You know why? Just not really a, tr- a full scene. Yeah. Number nine, I have Cheyenne's introduction. Cheyenne meeting Harmonica in the Frontier Saloon. It's a good scene, but it wouldn't have. I mean, it, it's one of two Once Upon a Time in the West scenes here. Wouldn't have been my pick for the second best scene of the movie. I'm not sure off the top of my head what I would have picked. Number eight, Pat's death by hanging Suspiria. I had it ranked higher in our kills list. Number seven, cleaning up the room dance montage. Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street 2. Yeah. Six, Kong, Kong versus the T-Rex. Five was the whole x-ray head punch scene. Four, bulletproof vest shootout and a fistful of dollars. Three, the winner, Kung Fu Professor. Two, the shower scene. One, Harmonica versus Frank. Yeah, I uh, uh, some of these. I'm gonna be honest. Some of these categories, I changed my mind on the fly. I was like, no, some of these are better than the others. Uh, but this is what I have written down. Uh, ten. Where is it? Ten is cleaning up the room dance montage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured I would have had it higher than you did. So, and I didn't have it yeah. that high. But uh, my nine is uh, the harmonica versus Frank flashback stuff. Oh, my number one. Wow. Okay. Uh, eight. Kong versus the T-Rex. Seven, Bulletproof Vest shootout. Uh, I do love that scene, though. Okay, uh, yeah. That was when you... No- uh, maybe we both nominated it, but I know you did. Yeah. Uh, six, the shower scene, Psycho. Okay. Five, uh, where is my five? Uh, Pat's Death. Beach, just because it's so over the top and amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh, four, uh, Cheyenne's Introduction. Because I love okay. living in that uh, scene. It's a long scene, but you get some great lines in that scene. It is a long scene. Of, of the scenes in this in this category, I think it is the longest scene. Yes. Oh, probably, yeah. Three. It's also the longest movie. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. Three is the x-ray head punch. Two, okay. Godzilla falling into the pit. And one, oh, Kung Fu yeah. Professor. <laughs> yeah, Kung Fu. Kung Fu Professor is a worthy, a worthy winner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Sci-fi movies, I think we ended up going through our entire top five, but I had five to one, Star Trek, Slave Girls, Quatermass, The Fly, Aliens. Yeah, I had uh, Quatermass, Slave Girls, uh, Aliens, Star Trek, The Fly. So did you see Quatermass? Because you never told me about that, I assume yeah, you Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really have much to say about it. It was fine. I'm, pr- yeah, I'm probably okay. going to watch it's, it again. Yeah, it's fine. I was just curious. It's, it's a good movie. It's not amazing. It's good. Yeah, it just, for me, it kind of fell into that kind of like, uh, like it made me want to have a nap. Sometimes like some of the old Star Trek episodes do, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense. Or, or the fucking motion picture. It makes me want to, <laughs> yeah. not, not a nap. That makes me want to like, go into a coma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so high on my list. I, w- I was I shocked. I mean, I, I the reason I thought maybe you hadn't seen Quatermass was because you nominated Robinson Crusoe. 
yeah. And you did not like that movie. And I'm like thinking like, okay, maybe he didn't consider King Kong vs. Godzilla a sci-fi movie, but like I can't imagine he enjoyed Robinson Crusoe more than Quatermass if he saw Quatermass. So that's why I, I asked you about that. Well, but. Did you uh, did you see some of my original uh, – <laughs> I mean, I, I know you saw all my original uh, picks, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was another movie I was trying to shoehorn Barney the Wooly Monkey into things. Robinson Crusoe on Mars, it, it, it was really – Supporting actor nomination, Barney yeah. <laughs> the Wooly Monkey. Yeah, Barney and Adam West. Adam West and his 45 seconds of screen time, you know, great stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but no, uh, it was it, Robinson Crusoe on Mars for me was uh, an interesting movie to watch because it was like a real time capsule of uh, people genuine, like <laughs> genuinely not understanding how Mars yeah. or other planets work. I see what you, you mean. Know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed Robinson Crusoe more than you, but I still would have um, had something like King Kong vs Godzilla above it. I would have had Robinson Crusoe over Star Trek though, which I know you disagree with, but that was me. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Supporting actress, 5-1, to one, I had Vera Miles, Lana Clarkson, Kim Cattrall, 3, Melanie Griffith, Janet Lee. And I felt bad here. I ended up, because um, we needed one more spot, and I, um, because we, I moved Vera Miles, you nominated her in lead actress, moved her to supporting. Um, so we needed one more spot from me, and I felt bad. It was a toss-up between Lana Clarkson and and Kim Myers from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh. I actually think I had Kim Myers ranked higher, but be, but I think I put Lana Clarkson in here just because I know you love Deathstalker, and I thought, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because yeah. Kim Myers is really good in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, genuinely good. Uh, that, that's a very well-acted movie. You wouldn't necessarily think it is, especially because it's thought of as one of the worst sequels in this series, which it's not. I mean, it's a lot worse, but... Yeah, the the two leads, the because Mark Patton is really good in it too. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, Lana Clarkson. If we did a list of top five hotties, Lana Clarkson's in there somewhere. But yeah, for I sure. think she's actually a, a compelling actor in that movie though too. Yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, she doesn't really get that much uh, opportunity to act, uh, only for about fifteen minutes or so. And then no, she is a bigger role than that. But <laughs> but listen, she Deathstalker is given an hour and a half to whatever the fuck Rich Hill, Mark Hill, whatever his name is. He's given an hour and a half to act, and he still doesn't. You know, <laughs> I mean, like Lana Clarkson really <laughs> yeah. took advantage of what she had, and that is yeah, true. So yeah. That's well, she was my number two uh, for 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 five. Right. Uh, five uh, Melanie Griffith. Uh, four okay. Vera Miles, three Kim Cattrall, two Lana Clarkson, one Janet Lee. Yeah, I thought I think we both agreed that was a there was a clear one there. Yeah, you know too, and even like um, Kim Cattrall, Big Big Trouble in Little China, she uh, she wasn't a bad actress. I think um, I think all the acting in that movie was fine. It was solid, but she was definitely playing a character. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know, but but I. Not really, but I, 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 let's not dwell on it. Let's move on. Okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> action adventure, action adventure movies. This one we had uh, uh, two two winners. We had Aliens and King Kong, both won. So uh, I had five. I had John Wick, and again, not nothing against John Wick. Just I liked the four other movies more than it. Street Fighter, I had four. John, Street Fighter and John Wick would have been really close. Three a fistful of dollars. Two King Kong, one Aliens. 
Yeah, my yeah. Well, I because our one and two were switched, right? King Kong and Aliens. I did. You have Aliens too? Yeah. I th- okay. I yeah, thought maybe you had John John Wick up there, but okay. I no, because 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 that's why they because that's why they both won, right? Right. Yeah. No, you did have King Kong one, but I mean, we've had winners that weren't that neither of us picked as number one. So I thought maybe that's what Aliens oh, was. Yeah. Because no. you t- just tonight. You've been like anti-aliens for the most part. Like before we I started have. recording, you I said have. something about like, ah, I didn't like aliens that much. Like, fucking, we we loved that movie when we were talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. I just there's a lot of really fun, interesting movies in this uh, in this season that we did. There are, there are, but uh, yeah. So what was your so what's your five through one then? Um, five surprisingly uh, was John Wick. Out of all oh, these ones. Okay. Uh, though I do love John Wick as a movie. Uh, five John Wick, four Fistful of Dollars, three Street Fighter, uh, two Aliens, one King Kong. Okay, so very similar. We just um, we just switched Aliens and King Kong, and we switched Fistful of Dollars and Street Fighter. Those were the only differences. Yeah, and also I want to point out, like when I was when I was doing all these categories and stuff, like I had to, like I was sitting myself down, and I was like, which movies did I get the most enjoyment out of while I was watching them? You know, and right. I had to just kind of like think back. I'm like, I wasn't basing it necessarily on like effects or, you know, like how cool the movie looks, how slick it is. I was like, which one did I enjoy the most? Right. Grading these as action movies, John Wick's probably number one. Maybe, maybe there's a case for aliens, but like, you're not, A Fistful of Dollars is not the best action movie of these five, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, but I mean it's a great movie. But anyways, okay. So supporting actor, I had five, Michael Nyquist, four Jason Robards, three Donald Pleasance, two Tobin Bell, one Henry Fonda. I know oh. we had the same number one, right? Yeah, yeah. You probably had Nyquist two. I'm guessing. No, I had him three. So five was Tobin Bell, four Donald okay. Pleasance, three Michael Nyquist, two Jason Robards, one oh, Henry Robards, Fonda. Okay. Uh, I will say I had a quote <laughs> from Donald Pleasance that was my favorite one. Every time I hear it, it makes me giggle, and it didn't make the cut. But uh, it's right at the very beginning of Halloween Two. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw yeah. The um, you don't know what death is. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, I know. But I like I like the way he delivers it because he's not you know by Halloween he's like he's losing it right and. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and the neighbor comes out and he's like, is this By some... Halloween 5 he is. I don't know if he is by the first movie. Well, I don't okay. know. You should go back and re-listen to his uh, uh, delivery of it. But it's great because like, well, the this is like, Okay, this is a Halloween 2 first of all, but yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, because well, the neighbor's like, is this some kind of a joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. And then there's a pause and he's just like looking at his like open hand, Donald Pleasance. And he goes, you don't know what death is. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. the and then the theme kicks in and he runs off screen. But uh... yeah, but but now that having been said, I I I mean we included Donald Pleasance from the original Halloween. Oh, I think yeah, he's okay. great in that movie. He he gives yeah, some true. outstanding speeches. You know, uh, so he's good. I I do love Tobin Bell. I I I, I kind of Tobin Bell Donald Pleasance could have gone either one at number two, but I, I ended up going with Tobin Bell for whatever reason. But yeah, that would have been my two and three, uh, at any rate. Horror movie. Um, Suspiria was our winner. Five for me was Hellfest because what the fuck is that doing there? Four <laughs> is Halloween. Three is Night Night of the Living Dead. 
two Suspiria, one Psycho. <laughs> For whatever reason, I've always liked Night of the Living Dead just a little bit more than Halloween. Uh, you had Halloween number one, didn't you? I did, yeah, and and I checked my I checked my original nominations. It was it was number one there too. Okay. Uh, five Hellfest, Psycho, Night of the Living Dead, uh, Suspiria, Halloween. Okay, so that's why Suspiria one was number two on both our lists. Lead actress, we had uh, two winners here because you had Anne Margaret one and Sigourney Weaver two. I flipped those. I had number five, I had Patricia Owens from The Fly. I had four, Claudia Cardinale, three, Jamie Lee Curtis, two, Anne Margaret, one, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I had you Jamie had You flipped Curtis and Cardinale, right? You had uh, Cardinale Curtis three? Curtis at five, yeah. Oh, you had Curtis at five, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had Curtis P- five. Patricia Owens, number four? Yeah, three, uh, Claudia Cardinale. For, uh, what number am I on? Two, Sigourney Weaver, one, Anne Margaret. I think Anne Margaret uh, and Sigourney Weaver both definitely deserve it. Anne Margaret was just so much fun to watch on screen, acting opposite Elvis. Uh, she genuinely looked like she was enjoying it, I guess, like if that makes sense, you know? Except for, except when she does that anger song. Yeah, yeah, except for that one. But uh, yeah, no, she was just such she, she was just so much fun to watch interacting with Elvis on screen. Right. So uh, kills, individual kills. I have uh, ten. I had Grady getting stabbed by Freddy. To me, the kill was nothing special. The what made that scene was the effect of him coming out of Jesse's body. Um, that the kill to me wasn't. You know, I, I included that because you had nominated it. And you must have ranked it kind of highly because it would not have been that close to me, to to making it for me. Number nine, I have the Venus flytrap mask in Saw Two. Number eight, I have Kingstone getting his groin ripped off by Terry <laughs> in the Street Fighter. Seven, I had the um, elevator chainsaw in pieces. Off the top of my head, I'm not sure if that's the best kill in the movie. I mean, it was the one that got nominated, so you know, and it's a fine kill. Nothing against it. Six, I have uh, Gloria getting stabbed through the floor and ceiling and body double with the giant drill. Five, <laughs> um, the deep red beheading elevator necklace thing. Yeah. Four, I have the shower scene. Three, I have Pat in Suspiria. Two, I have um, Carl in the in the prowler, the bayonet through the top of the head, out through the chin. And one, I had the x-ray skull punch, which is our winner. Um, I don't remember if you had that at one, but it, no, I you had, had it high I, enough where it won. Yeah, I had Pat at one. X-ray, X-ray skull punch was two. Okay, so that was a close one then. Yeah, my ten was uh, Gloria getting Kingstone. stabbed by the giant drill. Okay. Right. I mean, I yeah, it, it's, I mean, it was fine. It was exciting. Um, but yeah, nine was uh, Grady getting stabbed uh, by sure. Freddy's okay. claws. Eight. So I'm scrolling through my list here. Eight was a uh, shower kill, Marion getting killed in Psycho. Sure. I ha- I had that higher, mostly just out of respect for the scene, the, the what it mean what it means for cinema. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it's it compared to everything else in the list. It's like everything's gory as hell. It's really not the same thing. You yeah, know, I mean, but, if I'm so, being it's a hard honest, one. It's a hard one to judge. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, I I almost put it at ten. But you have to have respect for it, so I put it. At yeah, eight. I mean that's one where if you put it at ten, I don't think you're crazy. If you put it at one, I don't think you're crazy. You know, it just kind of depends on how you look at it. Yeah. 
Seven uh, is the groin ripped off. That's great. I love it. <laughs> okay. Six is uh, Carl getting stabbed through the top of the head in the sure. Prowler. Five, uh, Michael getting killed with the Venus flytrap mask. That one was like oh, middling okay. for me. Um, Made your was, fucking top five. It was pretty it, good, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's middling. You know, uh, it's an exciting death. I, I like... You have it above a groin getting ripped off. Yeah, it's but, a good kill if you but, have it at five. But what's cool about the Venus flytrap mask is the mask. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it, it's the I also way like when it when it shuts and then there's just like a little bit of blood comes out like the eye or maybe it's the mouth. I can't remember, but yeah, really kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, four is Martha getting beheaded with her necklace. I think that's a great um, uh, like if that's a great visual of watching that necklace slide through that mm-hmm. <laughs> slide through the neck. It's great. Uh, three, the dancer getting chainsawed in the elevator. Okay. Very gory and fun. Two, x-ray skull punch. One, x-ray, yeah. Pat hanged from the ceiling. Okay. Lead actor. I had uh, five. I had Sean Connery, Goldfinger. Four, I had... Th- three and four, I wasn't sure how to rank these, but I ended up going with Eastwood four, Bronson three. You know, okay, yeah. you could ask yep. me tomorrow and it might be flipped, but and then I had Vincent Price two. And I had uh, Anthony Perkins one. Obviously, we we both had Perkins one, right? Yeah. So I mean, and I, I had a similar kind of um, thing as you did with Bronson and Eastwood. They're both playing like a similar character. They're playing the yes. macho guy who doesn't talk too much, uh, but it's cool. You know what? If if I had to narrow it down to like um, why I you know like a sing because it's a similar role, similar performance. If I had to like narrow it down to like why I picked Bronson over Eastwood, I'd go with Bronson's whole um, when when she says like you 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 helped him and he's like I didn't or, or she says you saved him and he's like I didn't I didn't let them kill him and it's not the same thing like he he's got a couple really <laughs> yeah. great deliveries like that and in the um, this is more the writing but the because Eastwood has moments like this but the whole like uh, you know. At the train station, I saw these. I saw three of these jackets. Inside these jackets were three men. Inside the men were three bullets. Like I just moments like that. He's so good at that stuff. <laughs> he is, yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. What was oh, your yeah, sorry. five um, through one? I, I sorry yeah. I so uh, Charles Bronson was actually five. Okay, I mean you know it's 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 a competitive category. <laughs> yeah, Clint Eastwood was four. And again, uh, if you'd asked me. Tomorrow or even 20 minutes from now, I might switch them. I don't know. Uh, three, I had Vincent Price. Two, Sean Connery. One, Anthony Perkins. Okay. And now, does Sean Connery really do a lot of acting? No, he's playing No, he, he's playing 60s Sean Connery, but I like 60s Sean yeah. Connery. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's more of a persona than a performance, perhaps, but, you know, it's fine. I, I would have had... I'm I'm trying to remember who would have been my fifth nominee because I don't think I nominated Connery. Um, I don't think it was Donnie Wahlberg, although I do think Donnie Wahlberg is very good in Saw 2. I think Mark Patton is great in Elm Street 2. Mm-hmm. I think... I uh, wouldn't have been the guy in Deep Red. It might have been Dwayne Jones, Night of the Living Dead. Might have been. I think I you, had... You, had a, you nominated him for a hero, which I don't think is a bad pick. Yeah, I think I also nominated him for lead actor, didn't I? Yeah, I did. 
Oh, well, then I must not have, because then he would have made it if both of us had nominated him. Yeah, he was, num- um, he yeah, was number who, three it, on my original list. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head. It wasn't Sonny Chiba. It might have been Donnie Wahlberg. It might have been... <laughs> it might have been Donnie Dubs. I don't know. I He's good in that movie. He is. All right, so best picture. We might have done the 10 through 1 here, but I had 10, Big Trouble in Little China. 9, I had John Wick. 8, I had Deep Red. 7, A Fistful of Dollars. 6, Pieces. 5, Aliens. 4, Suspiria. 3, King Kong. 2, Psycho one Once Upon a Time in the West. And I'll say King Kong, Suspiria, and Aliens are all like about the same. Like though the three through five could have been any order just about. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's but a there's a more... there was a there was a clear one and two for me though in Once Upon a Time in the West and Psycho. Psycho is low for me, so I had um pieces at ten, aliens at nine, psycho at eight, uh, Suspiria seven, King Kong six, Deep Red five. Fistful of Dollars, four. Big Trouble Little China, three. John Wick, two. Once Upon a Time in the West, one. So, uh, apologies to films that weren't even nominated, such as The Invisible Man Returns, Vice Academy. I, I know, by the way, I, I nominated uh, Cecil Kellaway in, uh, if that was his name, the little inspector guy. I nominated him for supporting actor in Invisible Man Returns, but he didn't make it. And I know you nominated Vice Academy for something. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think yeah, I think schlock, schlock movie. Right? I think yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you nominated it for that. Uh, was Halloween two? Did that get a nomination? Halloween two? Uh, yeah, I think I did it for kills, maybe. Yeah, but it didn't make it though. No, I don't yeah. think Halloween two ended up with a nomination. Um, Ghoulies ended up with a few. Good for Ghoulies, or at least one, <laughs> I should say. I don't know. I don't know if it was more than one. No, yeah, because with schlock movie and um, effects. Apologies to Final Destination. It's a good collection of kills, but it just had good competition. You know, like it, it did, it, yeah. There's, and that's really those are really the only categories it was going to succeed in. Whereas, whereas the kill categories, I think, because that's really all that Final Destination is. Well, you know, and if Apologies. if this had been one of like the the later Final Destinations, it might have won. Oh, kills. I don't know if one when we're dealing with the Street Fighter, but but <laughs> uh, I mean it would be in the in the contention for sure. Yeah, I, I but again, final the original Final Destination not the best in the series probably. And uh, apologies to Abominable, I came awfully close to nominating the the um, both Hey Ass Monkey Eat This as one of the best lines <laughs> and. The guy who says that line getting his face eaten right after that line was was awfully close to getting nominated for Kill for me because this great scene altogether. Um, but the you know Abominable couldn't couldn't get it done at any rate. I think um, I had nominated it for Best Schlock. I think I would have had that above Deathstalker in my list. But How of course dare we you? Know you How love you some Deathstalker. Dare you? Listen, Abominable is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Go look it up. It's like sixty-nine percent or something like that. It's like, oh, okay, good, good for, good for that. And I think that's like a classic low expectations, you know, because it's like a direct-to-video movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so thank you for joining us for season two. 
Um, we hope you had a blast. We certainly, or at least I can't speak for Jim, I certainly <laughs> had a blast. Uh, we watched some of my favorite movies ever, Once Upon a Time in the West, Psycho, King Kong, Pieces, you know, all that great stuff. And we we had a lot of fun with the Patreon doing commentary tracks for some movies that we've already covered in the podcast, such as like uh, Dr. No and Saw, and then some movies that I hope we get to cover soon or eventually, like um, Back to the Future, Freddy vs. Jason, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all that wonderful stuff. So that's been a lot of fun. Check out our Patreon if that sounds interesting to you. Jim, any parting thoughts? Uh, well, first off, thanks for having me, Patrick. Thanks for having me back. Mighty kind of you <laughs> to keep me on this podcast. Thank you to all of our guests that we had on. We really Who appreciate you didn't it. didn't interact with at all. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I just kind of tease about that. Listen, the reason <laughs> we haven't had three people on an episode yet is because I spend so much time editing this, and it's just so much easier with a two two audio files yeah. you know editing those two together than it is with three maybe we'll do three at, at some point one you know, that's day certainly we'll... on the table yeah and uh yeah we watched some great movies uh laughed a lot um we watched some terrible terrible you didn't uh, you maybe you did nominate it for schlock movies but like spookies didn't get a nomination i know i'm not apologizing <laughs> for that because it didn't fucking deserve one fucking spookies. worst effects maybe worst effects actually I uh, I almost uh, Patrick I was so close to nominating it for best effect and it was when the Grim Reaper falls off the roof and explodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was really close, but I was like, I'm not going. Just to for the realism of it all. Yeah, yeah, right. just for the realism. But yeah, we watched a lot of great movies. Watched some really shitty movies. Uh, laughed a lot. I got to watch a lot of great new movies. And uh, if you've already, listened, I got to watch the Street Fighter. Yeah, then, you know, there. My yeah. life has changed. <laughs> I got to introduce yet another person to pieces. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun for me. That's yeah. one of the most rewarding things one can do in their life is to introduce someone to pieces or sleepaway camp. I think those are just the <laughs> absolute best movies to just unleash on someone. Uh, maybe society also, which we haven't, Jim, I don't know if you know anything about. No, I'm not going to look it up. But that's another one. Okay. So we will be returning in full as this, you know, as this podcast proper in October. But actually before that, we'll have an episode coming out. And it's where Jim and I selected the movies for the next season. We did this like random number generator draft thing where we also had this veto veto power, which we kind of abused. And uh, anyways, you'll have to listen to that when that comes out i think it's coming out in august maybe september it's already out on patreon because i released it shortly after we did it if you're curious about what we're going to be covering because we've got an exciting season in store um in in this next season and and i'll be working on arranging guests and stuff i've already reached out to a few people and um spoken to them about that but yes that's um so look forward to season three in october but even sort of the prelude announcement coming a month or two before that even yeah just thanks for listening everybody i hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have stay tuned and come back for season three thanks a bunch and what was that line what was that line from john wick again that you said he said all the time i'll be seeing you i'll be yeah we'll be seeing you or <laughs> you'll be hearing us maybe or i don't know <laughs> but yeah yeah reach out to us on twitter too because you know 
want to talk pieces, you want to talk ghoulies, anything like that. All right. Thanks a ton, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>